This is the Busy Dog Podcast, where you get dog training tips from certified dog trainers. You want to live the best life with your pup. We want to help you do it. You don't just want to be a dog owner. You want to be your dog's best friend, to understand them, and to have a bond that not even a bunny could break. Hello, and welcome to the Busy Dog Podcast, where we build better communication, a better relationship, and a better dog. I'm Carrie Linhart, lead trainer at Busy Dog, and today's episode, we will be talking about your dog craving leadership and how to be the best role model for your dog. For starters, I want to be specific by what I mean when it comes to the word, quote, leader, because there are a lot of different opinions on what that might mean in a dog-human relationship. When I say leader, I don't mean asserting yourself or your needs over your dog. I don't mean being harsh. I don't mean being demanding or intimidating. The type of leadership we're going to talk about today is the type of leadership we believe in here at Busy Dog and the type of leadership that is loving, patient, and kind. Your dog is a living being, and at the end of the day, Your dog deserves the same amount of respect and consideration that you would want from someone else. And your dog has the same mental capacity and problem-solving skills of a -a two-and-a-half-year-old child. Now, if we look at our dogs as two-and-a-half-year-old children with fur, try to think about how you would lead a -a two-and-a-half-year-old. You wouldn't wait for them to do something wrong and then yell at them, or at least I hope not. But what you would do is you would read them books, you would show them how the world works and what things are, you would show them how to be polite, you would teach them appropriate and inappropriate behaviors, you would do all of these things through leading by example and by giving your two and a half year old the opportunity to learn. So same thing with our dogs. We need to lead them by example and give them plenty of opportunities to learn. We should think of every every opportunity or every situation with our dog as a learning opportunity and as a training opportunity. We shouldn't wait for our dogs to be bad and then reprimand them for for doing things that we don't find to be ideal. We need to be 100% dedicated to raising them and showing them the world in a responsible and helpful way. So there are three ways that we can lead them by example on a daily basis as their advocates. And number one is going to be fulfilling your dog's instinctual and biological needs. Before you can expect your dog to do anything at all for you, your main concern should be fulfilling their basic biological needs. So this is rest for a puppy that's 18 to 20 hours of rest in a 24-hour period. For adult dogs, it's 14 to 16 hours. A dog who's sleep deprived is more likely to be mouthy, destructive, overall crazy. If you guys have like that witching hour in your house, it's probably because your dog is exhausted and doesn't know another way to express it to you. Another biological need we need to fulfill daily is going to be exercise. So this could be a daily walk or multiple daily walks. It could be a run once a week or every single day, depending on the type of dog you have. This could be a game of fetch at the park or a daily game of play with your dog. Another biological need is going to be mental and physical stimulation. So we want to exhaust their bodies physically with that exercise on a daily basis because they need that, but they just as much need mental exhaustion. They need to be challenged the same way we need to be challenged. And guys, we have an entire podcast about enrichment or hobbies for your dog. So if you haven't 
heard that already, I would absolutely go check that out. Now, number four, the fourth way that we need to fulfill our dog's biological needs on a daily basis is going to be nutrition. What your dog consumes plays a huge role in how they behave. So guys, this is absolutely important. I feel like we don't talk about nutrition enough, but we definitely need to fulfill our dog's nutritional needs. And if your dog is nutritionally deficient or deprived in some way, shape, or form, they're way more inclined to be destructive and to eat things they shouldn't like paper and trash and grass and suck on rocks and um, (laughs) chew up paper, leaves. I mean, I can... I've probably repeated some, but I could go on forever about some of the things that our dogs are eating because they're nutrient deprived. Um, They'll also resource guard their toys or their food more frequently, and they're more inclined to chase animals. So if if you're worried that your dog has some sort of nutritional deficiency, I would absolutely go to the vet, get some blood work done, um, or simply just look at your dog's bag of food and see if there's anything that it might be lacking. Two, there's a supplement that I absolutely love and will link below in the description. Please check that out because it will help fulfill any uh, gaps in your dog's diet. Now, remember, we need to fulfill our dog's biological needs before we can expect them to do anything for us. And if you can check these needs off of your list daily, I promise you, you will see a major difference. And that leadership from you giving your dog permission to rest, giving them that daily exercise, giving them mental stimulation and that access to top quality nutrition, they're going to think, okay, mom, dad, they mean business and they are actively invested in me and care about my well-being. And in turn, they will be fulfilled and less likely to act up or act out because you've done your job as their advocate. We often forget that our dogs did not choose the life that they live and it's unfair for us to expect them to adapt to our circumstances without considering their circumstances. And and we choose to be dog owners. It's up to us to and we have volunteered to be their leader. So it's up to us to meet their needs before we can expect our needs to be met. So number one is fulfilling those biological needs. The second way that we can lead by example with our dogs on a daily basis is through training. Now, if you couldn't tell, we at Busy Dog absolutely love dog training. So after you fulfill your dog's biological needs, you can set up that stage for the expectations you're looking for as a leader. And training your dog is not only an amazing way to do so, it also helps you communicate with your dog what your needs are. It's saying, I've fulfilled your needs, now here are mine. And through training, you're proactively suggesting what boundaries are, what guidelines are in your relationship with one another. And if you respond calmly and interact with your dog in a calm manner, you show your dog that being calm wins. If you're persistent with your expectation of their manners and habits, you show them that you really care about how they behave and want them to behave in a, quote, proper manner. The other end of that would be if you don't set clear boundaries or expectations up at all, and and so you allow your dog to do things that you don't love and then wonder why they're doing it, dogs do what's easy and they do what wins. So again, That's where you being their leader comes in. If you set a clear expectation and example, there won't be any misunderstanding as to what a quote good or quote bad behavior is. And if you don't know how to set up that clear communication, 
those clear communication pathways, it's okay. That's why Busy Dog's here. We're all about better communication and a better relationship with your dog. And we offer free training advice not only here on the podcast, but on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. We also have a TikTok now. And we also have a blog. And I will link all of those platforms below. So training is going to be a huge element to leadership, you being that advocate for your dog and just leading by example for them. Now, the third way that we can lead by example for our dogs on a daily basis, and guys, I cannot stress this one enough, it's going to be consistency. Like I had stated earlier, your dog is at the mental capacity of a two and a half year old human. And if you know anything about that age, you know it takes a lot of consistency and repetition to uphold the standards and expectations you're putting in place. This means you can't teach your dog something once and then expect them to do it all the time, no questions asked. You, as your dog's leader and advocate, need to be fully invested for a lifetime in putting these habits into practice for you and your dog. You can't fulfill your dog's biological needs for one week and then say, okay, your needs have been met for the whole month. Now I want you to do everything that I want you to do for the next month. No. Their needs have to be fulfilled that week and they should be fulfilled every week. And their training doesn't stop once they've, quote, learned an ideal behavior. Those behaviors need to be uplifted daily. And we have to think of our dog's behaviors as individual piggy banks, so to speak. So if we put a single penny in our piggy banks and didn't invest in it again for months, we wouldn't be confused when we revisit the piggy bank and don't see more pennies in there. It's the same exact thing with our dogs and their training and their behaviors. And no matter what training style you prescribe to, you will get out of training what you put into training. We have to make these expectations daily habits for both you and your dog. So remember, the more we practice these behaviors, the more pennies we're putting in that individual behaviors piggy bank. And if we continue doing that over a lifetime, we're going to have quite a bit of reward built up in those behaviors. If we stop building up those behaviors, we stop putting pennies in those piggy banks, then we never grow, right? So if we stop training with our dogs, they're never going to continue growing with their training. They won't be the best they could ever be. And I know that you want that for your dog. So keep adding pennies to that those individual piggy banks every single day and you're going to see a huge difference in your life and in your dog's life. That was episode four of the Busy Dog Podcast. As we go into this week, remember your dog is craving that leadership from you. They want you to be that role model your dog needs to feel confident in the expectations we're upholding. You can do this through fulfilling their biological needs, through training with them, and through maintaining consistency in your training and expectations together. We can't wait to see you in our next podcast. And remember, a busy dog is a happy dog. at Busy Dog want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. For more awesome training tips, subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram for even more training tips and advice. Our social media handle is at Busy Dog Colorado. We also have a blog you can subscribe to, busydogcolorado.com blog. You want to have an amazing life with your dog. 
and we want to give you bunches of ways to make that happen.